I'll clean my room. I won't fight with my sister, please. Come on, Mom. I promise just this once. I'm never going to look at Messi the, the same. You said yes. I'm never going to look at Messi the same. I, I don't, I don't want to have your voice in the background <laughs> when Messi is playing soccer. You never know. You never know. I may be in there for good, Slee. Quick tweet here before we move on uh, to the Rams. They had uh, Les Need had a little bit of a press conference today. We'll get into it in just one second. This is from Darb, and it says, Hey, Trav, speaking of the Lakers, do you think Elin is keeping tabs on the weekends that were his, but she's picked up in the last few weeks? First of all, that's not a Lakers question, Darb, in the OC. But I, look, Tiger reportedly is getting close to, to going home before too long. Mm. Hopefully he's healthy uh, sooner than later. I'd love to see him play golf again, but hopefully his life uh, is going to be okay. His physical health is going to be okay. And no, I don't think Elon is keeping track of the weekends he's missed with the, the, the children. He's been badly injured in an accident. By the way, it's been, uh, I haven't heard much from Tiger. It's been very quiet. Okay, so have you, let's have go you heard there. much? I, I don't know. No, not a piece. Okay, That's say. what's so extraordinary, right? Mm -hmm. And you know, part part of it is that there's the HIPAA laws, right? You can't talk about somebody yeah, else's yeah, that's health. Right. That's mm -hmm. a that's a crime. So you can't do that. So I I kind of get that a little bit of his uh, medical stuff is under wraps, but. Not a peep. Like, I mean, TMZ is pretty good at getting inside places, pretty good at getting access to some information, pretty good at getting the story behind the story. And there has been nothing, nothing mm -hmm. about that. It's it is it is odd by the fact that nothing has been said about it other than he's progressing. He put out a tweet February 28th. I think that was the uh, that was the day everybody wore the red shirts, right? The red polos. Uh -huh. uh, he put out something then, nothing since then. February 26th, he put out, uh, at least his people put out when he was getting moved to Cedar sinai so nothing since then. No, he well, and he apparently uh, was texting with uh, Bryson DeChambeau after he won the weekend mm. uh, last week in the Arnold Palmer event. But, yeah, it's for as famous as he is and as many people as want to sure. know what, sure. what he's up to that we don't know anything – I don't know, just just interesting, I guess, sure. that, that it's been as quiet as it is. All right, so earlier in the week, Jalen Ramsey was on uh, Huddle and Flow, a podcast Steve Weish and Jim Trotter do, and he was talking about his teammate. We were talking a second ago, uh, Slee, about having the best player. If you have LeBron James, you've got a good chance to win every game you go into. If you have Kevin Durant, you have a good chance to win any game that you go into. Football doesn't quite work like that because – Aaron Donald is the best player in football. I want you to listen to what uh, Jalen Ramsey has to say about number 99 and what he thinks he needs on his resume. I've, I've never seen anyone like him. I'm a, I'll keep it honest. Uh, I, I've never seen anyone like him. In my opinion, he's the best player in the NFL. I think AD should start being in conversations for MVP. Like, I mean, it's, it's insane that people really – like, I, I know after he won Defense Player of the Year again and people – like certain people were in an uproar about him winning. I'm like, bro, are y'all serious? Like he is doing these numbers from D tackle and he sometimes moves around. He's like his impact on the game is crazy. Like you look at you look at most valuable player and what it actually means is how valuable is this guy to this team? Take this guy off of this team and then where where does their value as a team go? And you put A D on any NFL team and I guarantee A D line is the top five D line. Automatically, probably top three D line automatically. We saw it. We saw it in the Packer game in the playoffs, right? In the division round where Aaron Donald was hurt, where he wasn't himself. And that Ram defense went from the best defense in football to just okay. I mean, that that's how big – and you're talking about a sport where 11 guys are on the field at the same time, 11, and the one guy that was hurt and the whole thing kind of started to break down at that point. That's how valuable that guy is. Well, they obviously for, you know, Jalen Ramsey, one of the best defensive players in the league as well, right? For him to say, yeah, for, sure. for him to talk the way he does about AD. And it's almost as he's, I don't know if giddy's the right word, but he's just in Respect. awe of a player yeah. that, that um, can impact the game as much as Aaron Donald can. He says he should get MVP consideration. Just doesn't happen in the NFL, right? Yeah. Obviously, they don't value defensive players the way they value offensive players and specifically how they value quarterbacks because over the last 20 years, um, only four players who are non-quarterbacks won MVP. All four of them are running backs. So right. it, it's not like they're – it's not like they're giving this award out. It's not like this is something that they're constantly looking at defensive players and saying, oh, he's it's him or Aaron Rodgers. It's him or Patrick Mahomes. That's just not happening. 
Yeah, well, well, I don't know what the exact year was. Remember the year that Peyton Manning sat out because his neck was all jacked yeah, up? It yeah. was the year before they drafted Andrew Luck. Mm-hmm. That, that, that season, I think the Colts won two games. They went like 2-14 and 14 or 3-13. and 13. So they, were, they were terrible. And really the only thing that had changed is Peyton Manning had left, or mm-hmm. he was hurt, he was unavailable. Mm-hmm. That was the greatest case for MVP I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. That Just because with him, they're a Super Bowl team, and without him, they're garbage. That I mean that that is the definition of a va- the most the valuable Cleveland player. Cavaliers. Perfect, another mm-hmm. perfect example. Mm-hmm. You know that everywhere LeBron leaves goes from oh they're the team to beat us. Wait, why are they in the lottery the next year? Why are they picking first? <laughs> every team, every team he leaves, you start saying okay, so what pick? What player is coming out next year? Because that, he's probably going to end up on the Cavs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Aaron Donald, it wasn't quite that extreme because mm-hmm. the the Rams were still competitive, but he missed one game because he was hurt. And it was the one game where their defense couldn't stop anybody. And and you, what he said, too, in that I think is incredibly important. And this is why I, I, I agree with you. I don't think he's ever going to win an MVP just because it's a quarterback-exclusive award. But the dude is racking up double-digit sacks from a position where you're not supposed to get more than maybe a small handful. Hmm. That he's a defensive tackle. He plays in the middle of the defensive line. Hmm. He's not out on the end. He's not J.J. Watt. He's not Lawrence Taylor. Or and Khalil he's double teamed and he's triple teamed. At, at, at best, <laughs> right. maybe, maybe, maybe there's a third guy in there, mm-hmm. and he's still putting up multiple you know, uh, double-digit sacks. He, what did he have, 22 a few years ago? Just something Jesus. bananas like that. Mm-hmm. That's like I'm, – I'm trying to think of an analogy. It, it, it's almost like if a linebacker led the league in interceptions – that it just, I, and I guess it kind of yeah. sort of happen mm-hmm. where he's out there in coverage occasionally, but he's not supposed to pick off a, a, a pass and a half a game. That's mm-hmm. not how it works, mm-hmm. and that's basically what Aaron Donald was doing. Mm-hmm. It just, it was an extraordinary performance. And I'm telling you, now that that offense is good enough to match what that defense is doing, forget about it. They're 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 going to be really hard to beat. Anthony on Twitter says award is a joke. Should just be called best quarterback. Yeah, which is kind of. You know, that's that's really what the history would show. They're they're pretty much just valuing quarterbacks. Yeah, well, look, the, the quarterback's the most important position, but Aaron, see, th- this is the rub, too. Aaron Donald isn't the best player at his position. Jalen Ramsey is the best player at his position in the league. Aaron Donald's the best player in the league. Mm-hmm. That's different. Mm-hmm. That's not just being the best defensive tackle. He's the best player. That's why he should be on that list. Mm. Well, I, I will tell you this, and you've talked a lot about it. You love the Stafford deal. You love what Stafford, you thought Jared Goff was the difference of going to a Super Bowl, not going to a Super Bowl. So there's going to be obviously a lot of eyes on the Rams, a lot of eyes on Matthew Stafford, and it looks like Stafford finally, Trav, it looks like Stafford finally turned the page. He's ready to be a, a Ram. I think we, 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 there was a lot of, uh, a lot of interviews with Detroit saying goodbye, but I, I think he's finally, I think he's did, finally there. Did, did you see any of uh, Les Snead's press conference today? Because they the, the rules in these leagues are so stupid sometimes where you can't mention another player's name, and because this stuff isn't technically official yet, you can't. So, you know, well, if we found a quarterback that could exit, it's like, come on, man. This is so dumb. This is this when would be is like everything you and official? I, when is everything official? Uh, it's like another ten days or something mm-hmm. like that. But, but this would be like you and I trying to talk about the Lakers and not being able to use LeBron James's name. Well, you know, if there was a guy that hypothetically that was like six foot eight, two hundred sixty pounds, and was the most experienced guy the league has ever seen, the best player, the most athletic player, this, maybe around eighteen years, <laughs> right. you know, it's something just, along it's those so lines. Dumb. It's so dumb. Um, do you, the the thing you mentioned with Les Need, so I, I did get a chance to hear the presser. I don't know if everybody did, but why that is kind of one of those things where, and I'm listening to the clips prior to the show, and I'm kind of saying to myself, I'm like, half the time it's so confusing because he's trying to dance around some of these answers. I, I don't know what you took out of it, but why don't they just wait ten days? Why they well, just wait what, till? Yeah, it's it's. I, why I, they just wait till know. everything's official? Here's what I took away from that. The Rams are going to have to cut some guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the, the takeaway from that is the Rams are going to have to cut some guys because the salary cap came down a little bit. They're not going to have quite as much money as they would have liked. They've already passed out a whole bunch to a whole bunch of different guys. And, you know, some guys are going to have to restructure. Some guys may get cut. And that's just life in the NFL. That you, You've heard Kirk has said this to me a million times, that when that season ends, 
That's it. You know that not only are a handful of guys not going to be here, a bunch of guys aren't going to be here. In basketball, when the Lakers ended the season last year, you knew that LeBron and AD and Caruso and all these guys, they, they, the majority of Kuzma, they were coming back. In football, that's not how it works. Half the team's new every year. By the way, you know how we're just saying that? Why don't they just wait 10 more days? What do you make of this? Seattle Seahawks, they sent that letter to their season ticket holders. Oh, God. You know what I'm talking about? That I way? do. Okay, what, what do you make of them not referencing Russell Wilson. And by the way, <laughs> why the, by the way, we're just saying why don't you just wait? Why are they sending it sending that out to their season? Why don't they just wait until this Russell Wilson situation eventually does get resolved, whether he stays with the Seahawks or he's somewhere else? Yeah, so just for if, if people are listening may not know, the the Seahawks sent a letter to their season ticket holders um, basically, you know, touching base, asking for money, for lack of a better yeah. explanation. But say, hey, we're very excited about the team. DK Metcalf is coming back. Pete What's Carroll. your credit card number? <laughs> right. <laughs> but in the entirety of the letter, not one mention of Russell Wilson, who if you polled, you know, 100 <laughs> NFL fans and say, name a Seahawk, every last one of them is going to say Russell Wilson. Oh. And they didn't. So I, to, to your question about what I loved it, because I, I think that all professional sports leagues – should interact with their best players like eighth graders and not not invite each other to their birthday parties. Sure. Unfollow each other on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Not write about them on the group text. Exclude them from all these different things. I really like it. I think that all teams would be better served by passive-aggressive social media plays. By the way, if you're a Rams fan, are you not watching this all unfold and saying, how great is this? Oh, I'm... I'm I mean, how, how great is this? If Russell Wilson does not end up with the Seahawks and... Maybe he's traded to the AFC. Maybe he leaves and he's with a just get out of the division. How big is this going to be if if that eventually happens for the Rams? If I'm Sean McVay, I'm crank calling Russell Wilson at night saying, "Did you hear what they said about you? Did you did, did you? Why would they letter? say that? Why would did that... they? Why did did you not get invited to the pool party? Every everybody else is going. Did you not get the invitation? I thought that for sure. Oh my god. Oh god. I didn't know you weren't invited. Hey, are you mad? Are you going to tell him you're mad? <laughs> I mean, that's what I'd be doing. How stupid. Uh, honestly, how stupid, stupid from Seattle. And this uh, is an organization that, you know, the Rams and the Seahawks, every time they play, those two games are fantastic. You're looking forward when, when the schedule comes out. Um, it's a great, great matchup year in and year out. To kind of see the Seahawks, this looks sloppy from an organization that doesn't come off as sloppy, if that makes sense. No, well, I, I will, here, here's a good rule of thumb, Slee. I will never understand – this goes for the Texans right now. It goes for the Seahawks right now. It goes for the Dallas Cowboys up until about a day or two ago. Why are you picking a fight with your best player? Mm-hmm. What, what, what's in it for you? I, I'm not saying you can't trade him. I'm not saying that if the, if the Houston Texans decided in all of their idiocy that, you know what, we're better off not having Deshaun Watson here or we're better off not having Russell Wilson here. I'm not saying you can't make a trade, but don't make it public and don't get into a, a – a, a, some sort of stupid fight with the guy publicly because you're going to look terrible. It's not, and it's not going to help. It's not going to help you in that process of trying no. to get value and everything else for him. No, it's it's ridiculous. All right, so ESPN is getting its hand on a sport that it hasn't had in a very long time. We're going to tell you what it is next, and we're going to tell you some of the other things that maybe we'd like to see come to the network. That's coming up next. Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Yeah, but then Slee would press it down and all the jelly and the peanut butter peanut would come butter, running jelly, out of the side. Peanut butter, jelly, and lettuce. lettuce. Okay. You PBJ. Know, it, 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 it sounds gross That's and awesome, it probably bro. is, but lettuce is just kind of a delivery device for other wonderful you things. You ever use honey? In on a PB- peanut butter? Yeah, peanut butter. Oh, yeah, fantastic. Oh, how great is that? We're throwing a little sliced banana on there, I was too, just going right? to say, banana as well, <laughs> yeah, glass yeah. of milk. Oh, come yeah. on, that's all you need right there. That's not bad. It's also it's diabetes on a piece of bread, but it's pretty damn good. It's worth it. 
It's, it's, it's very, very good. All right, so you sent out the tweet earlier today, Slee, asking your questions about uh, the different things we're going to talk about on the show today. And so John of Fullerton has an answer. Number one, win 10 championships and not be in L.A. Number two, no, name five players you know on a college team, not even Ken Jennings can. Number three, two and a half games, a sa- or two and a half sacks a game next season. And then he says, all right, now that we're done with that, tell me what color salsa you put on chicken tacos. I'll listen for your answer. Thanks. Mm. So, you get a plate of... Okay, here, I'm going to set the scene. You ready? Yeah. This is one of my favorite things. You're at a party. You know what I can tell when you get excited? You, you Your hands. You start putting your hands together. I do. I rub my hands I together like this. feel like food's coming up when, yeah, when well, you start ooh, rubbing get, your hands together. Get ready together. Yeah. and just a yeah. little... Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. So, you're at a party. You go, you have a, you know, you have a beer, you have a drink, you're having a good time, and mm-hmm. then you see the guy... You're hammered in the side. corner. Yep. No, 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 not hammered yet. Okay. Not yet. We're not, we're not... This is the beginning of the yeah. party. You've just got there. You're having a but good time. But I got there. I pre-drank. And oh, so you're, you're one of those guys. coming in, and they're respect. not even sure whether they want to invite me in or not. Respect. I like that. So you're going to like this. So you're, this will be even better. So you're sitting there. You're chit-chatting. Yeah. And, and then you see somebody kind of come through the side of the house, and he's mm-hmm. got his little table, and he's got all the little Tupperware set up. And then he puts the table up, and then you realize it's a flat-top grill. He's got the propane. He turns it on, and then the meat starts cooking. He's got mm-hmm. a little chicken over here. He's Have you little- already had two hot dogs? <laughs> this is what – hold on. We got a little chicken over here. We got a little steak over here, a little mm-hmm. carne asada. Maybe he's got some al pastor. He's Jeez, cooking. Oh, then, he's, then he opens it up and he's got the beans and he's got the rice. Mm-hmm. And now mm-hmm. he takes out the bottles and he's got all the different types of salsa. So you go over there, you yeah. get your chicken tacos, yeah. he gives you your tortilla, he puts the chicken in the middle of the tortilla, and you walk over to the bar. What kind of salsa is going on Slee's chicken taco? This is important for John of Fullerton and me. So I'm not one to shy away from using both salsas. I definitely have used both salsas. Uh, I think I'm leaning more towards I'm more of a green salsa guy. I, I, I right lean answer. more towards the, the the green salsa. It's kind of funny because you know back in the days when you go to a whatever you go to a talk shop you go get a burrito whatever the case is they'll give you the option you want you want those little you yeah. want your red salsa you want your green salsa right there was a time where I was just red and then the merge happened the merge was I used part of the red and then I was pouring some of the green in the red so now we got a little <laughs> bit of both okay. <laughs> Now I'm kind of leaning more towards just the green salsa. Yeah, no, the green is the proper the choice. The verde is the, uh, I think that's the one. It, it is, especially on the chicken. That's a good. That's a, a very good way to go there. And let me just tell you this. I know this isn't what you were going for, but this is important. You got a little <laughs> bit closer to the ingredients of the burrito with that answer. You got, you got a little bit closer to me being able to share my most intimate details of my burrito life with you by answering the, t- the chicken taco question at, correctly. At this pace... The show will be canceled, and you'll send me a text of what's in your burrito. Okay, that's fine. It's, it's going like, to be three years from now. The, the status of the show has nothing to do with me revealing my burrito contents. That, that, that's something that has to get earned uh, and trust over a long time. Well, I'm with you on the on the verde. I, I'm with you on the the green salsa's got a. By the way, if it's a little spicy, it's got a little bit of a kick to it. I mean, that's that's kind of the that's the perfect uh, balance right yeah. there. Well, that's what the jalapenos on the side are for. Yeah. The chopped jalapenos, and you know, that's they're, they're, we could get it. Okay, we're very quickly got to do this too. So I was at one of those parties, right? Mm-hmm. And it was exactly what you're talking about. We're there and we're chit- we're chit chatting, and I went over to the guy, got a couple of tacos, and I only took. I think two. They were the, the small kind of like street tacos. He goes, oh, you Did want some Did he give you two or you just said two? No, he said, how many do I? I said, well, I, I said, well, I take two. I said, let me ask you, how long are you going to be here? And and he says to me, he goes, ah, you know, I'm going to be here all night. And I'm like, okay, yeah, cool. Two, two pace is yourself. fine. Yeah, yeah. Two is fine. I'll, I'll hit you in a few minutes. And it was on Halloween, right? And mm-hmm. so get my tacos. And then my kids, hey, can we go trick-or-treating? So yeah, fine, let's go. We go up and down a street or two and, you know, a half hour, 45 minutes goes by or whatever. And you kind of wander back to the house that's He's hosting this there, party. He? he was gone. <laughs> he had left. He had told me that he was going to be there all night. And in what universe my is man. for another 45 minutes all night? How, I, how I, I, disappointed I, I, were you mentally... I wanted you paced yourself thinking I'm going to have two now. I'm going to go take a quick little walk, take care of the kids, come back <laughs> 45 minutes later. I'm going to have two more. I wanted to call the police department <laughs> and say I have been ripped off. I, I, I was promised something that was not delivered to me. There is a man out there with a taco cart. I wanted that is to on call the, the police department. Yeah. Well, in, in the vernacular of my friends LZ and Key, 
my people have called the police department for far less. <laughs> we, we, we're not great. We, we make a whole bunch of mistakes when it comes to calling the police. I could see the cops. I could see you on, on the line with the dispatcher. And that person says, uh, yes, is this emer- emergency? Yes. A crime me, has been committed. <laughs> yeah. In front I only of got my two tacos eyes, from the taco a guy. crime was committed in front of me, my wife, and my children. What is the crime? Somebody lied to me. <laughs> my wife's like, Travis, you need to let this go. You, you, it, it's fine. It's fine. We, we, there'll be another day. Just, and I'm like, no. This is, that was, this is unacceptable. That he all night, Susan. What does that mean to you? All night, does Susan, that mean don't you get involved minutes? in this, Susan? Yeah, don't you yeah, get you, involved? You, you, you I, This is important to me. I need to do this right now. All right. You either have my back or you don't, Susan. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we've been married twenty years. Why is now the time you're deciding to take the taco guy's side? This is oh, ridiculous. That's great. All right. Um, ESPN's getting the NHL back. Yeah, they're gonna, they're going to get the league. They're going to have a, a seven year deal with the league, which is great news for the NHL. The, mm-hmm. You know, I, I understand it's not a good talk radio sport. I understand that it's Southern California, so we're not in Toronto or Montreal or something like that where you're breaking down the fourth line. But I will say this: when ESPN has something, what we're really really good at as a mm-hmm. company is promoting something and making it seem important that you know what's going on. That, you know, you go back when the last time we had it, they had that Sunday night game that felt like a really big deal. It felt like something that was a part of your weekly sports viewing Mm -hmm. program. And I'm excited that it's coming back because it's one of those – I don't want to say it's a niche sport because it's a you know, it's a billion dollar industry, mm-hmm. but it's not one of the big three, and I love it. And the more times you see those things that that you like that are a little bit smaller on the big stage, it's fantastic. So I'm not a fan, not an NHL guy. Don't know nothing about hockey. Mm-hmm. Here's the reality: um, there are a lot of big markets that care about hockey. All right, Boston and New York and Philly and Chicago. I mean, there's Detroit. There's good markets that care about hockey. You mentioned, obviously, um, all of Canada. It's the most important sport. So with all that being said, you know, I wouldn't be shocked or surprised. I mean, I might not care, but like you said, if there's a Sunday night and – you know, you're flipping around and you're kind of checking some of the games, and maybe it's a it's a it's it's one of these stars that were really that's what the NHL NHL needs. Same thing as Major League Baseball. That's how the NBA runs. That's how the NFL runs. You got your stars. So if they can do a good job promoting it, I'll tell you what, you probably got a much better chance of watching it on ESPN than you do on who had it NBC. NBC on the weekends, and then NBC Sportsnet, which is on you know cable channel four hundred and eighty six. Love that channel. It, 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 Love it's, that it's, channel. They're not easy to find. You know, go to channel. ESPN is is easy to find no matter where. So what, what what's your niche sport? Which are the ones that you really enjoy that are like Sliwa sports? That you know, for instance, you you and I could go to the same party where the taco guy just abandoned us, and we could have a conversation with almost anybody there about the Lakers, the Dodgers, the Rams, the Clippers, the Angels, any of those things, and people are going to be, but it's when you fight. Hey, are you into that too? Like the whether it's the hockey or something else. What's the slew of niche? Okay, I'll have I'll have random ones, and they're not all the time. Not focusing all the time. The the you know some of these grand slams in tennis. Yeah, I will watch. I mean, those I think are. And by the way, that doesn't matter. Like men's, women's, it doesn't matter. That's that's one of the sports. I, I think tennis is one of those where. I'll watch, and if I get hooked on a match, I'm in. Like that's, and, and it, I don't even have to know all that much about the the two. Uh, of course, you want to see the the cream of the crop, but I don't have to know these specific players to kind of get hooked into a, a a tennis match. The other one too, which I don't think you know, this is gonna this is gonna be down your alley. But when World Cup comes. Mm. Trav, when World Cup comes, I I literally will go out of my way. I'm watching all of these matches. I'm yeah. watching France versus you know England. It doesn't even matter who's playing. I'm watching a lot of those. Are, are you a World Cup guy at, at I, all? I love no? the World Cup. I'm yeah. not a I'm not a soccer guy per se, but I do love the World I Cup tell because you, demolish any, Messi. Any time you got a flag on a jersey, mm-hmm. I'm interested. I'm interested. That that makes it a lot of fun. And then you get to see the best player in the world, who's five foot zero, run around. There we go. World Cup champions! Yay! very exciting he's never yeah. won a world cup so he can't say yeah uh, not yet oh, that's right argentina doesn't win the yeah. world cup they yeah. they never get not since uh did maradona win it i don't know that's not not my thing you know what you know what they need to do mm-hmm. you know what they need to do for uh uh hockey is mm-hmm. they need to do what the, my my new favorite niche sport is f1 and i know it's not a it's a niche in the united states the rest of the world very very popular have you watched drive survive on netflix 
No, I have not. Uh, it's it's amazing. Okay, it, so it, th- is this something you're? Hey, get at, make it happen. Watch it because if that's the case, I'll watch it. Absolutely. Now, here's what you got to give it more. Don't watch one episode and and make your decision. You're give the guy me, that does the one episode. Yeah, you no, stopped that, watching Ozark. No, I watched a season of Ozark, and then I tell it's just it's a lot. I, I like to watch TV being easy. It's just, it's the Ozark is drug dealing and murders, and it's just it's a lot. It I is a lot. There I is like, definitely a lot of there, and I think yeah. I don't know what it is, but I get hooked. I told you I was Sopranos, Boardwalk Empire. Now I'm doing there's Ozark. A, I did the Wire. I did the Wire. I did like the Wire. The Wire was good, but you got to do Drive to Survive. Next season is coming up uh, on Netflix here in just a little bit. But they're basically half hour episodes mm-hmm. that kind of go race to race and get you. It, kind of introduce you to the drivers and it's just the most incredible eye candy in the world the cars are just amazing they're super fast and crazy and cool to look at they're in the most glamorous exotic locations in the Mm. world they're going from melbourne to monaco to madrid to mexico city to montreal to paris they're just going all over the place and the people that go from city to city are the people that i want to hang out with it just seems like something that I there's a lot of there's a lot of partying, there's a lot of food, there's a lot of alcohol, there's a little bit of racing, and everybody seems to really be enjoying themselves. Are they one season in? Uh, two so far. This will two be seasons. season three that's coming out. And so it kind of got me hooked on the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Now I get up in the, at 6 o'clock in the morning on, on Sundays. No, you don't. Watch, I do because you know what? This is what soccer gets right to. Mm-hmm. F1 and soccer have something in common, and it's perfect. The races are an hour and a half. A soccer game is an hour and a half. Mm. And, and and it's it's over and it's done and you don't have to worry is this going to go into extra innings or mm-hmm. there are a bunch of timeouts the thing is just it it's starts on the at clock six, yep it ends and it's at, over at the latest seven forty five let's keep it moving I love it that's a good one all right I got to see that I got to watch that then and I'm not even going to try to sell you on uh, on college baseball that's that that's another one that I absolutely love but here's a little confession. It's not super great until it gets to the College World Series. Then it. Uh, then well, it we still got to hit. Fun. We got to do this before the show ends as well. We got to watch, uh, or we got to talk about March Madness. Let's do it next. Let's talk about that because the conference tournaments are going on right now. And Slee, I dare you to name three college basketball players. I'm gonna give you the whole break to prepare. That's coming up next. Travis and Slee Zion, with seven ten. Um, nope. <laughs> Christian Leitner's wrong too. As is Isaiah Sam Thomas. Perkins, James Sam Worthy, Perkins, James Worthy. Also wrong. Also wrong. None of those are right. Keep trying. 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. I forgot to mention one thing, uh, Slee, about uh, the F1 guys. Mm -hmm. It kind of reminded me because I was reading some tweets about Messi here a minute ago. The F1 drivers will make Messi look like the rock. (laughs) (laughs) They're they're not the biggest guys in the world. It's like a jockey in... uh... Like four nine, four eight. They're, they're Messi's pretty... walking around with his chest out saying, <laughs> "Yeah, Me- Messi's eating soup off of the top of um, uh, Lewis Hamilton's head." It's 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 a little bit of a different sport. They're not the they're not the biggest guys in the world. They're trying to reduce weight in those cars. One quick tweet here before we get into the college basketball. It's from Dave in San Clemente. Hey, Dave, disc as he's as he's known. Uh, Trav, curious, have you ever made it through a show without mentioning a taco guy? I mean. No, I don't think. Slee, have I gotten through one of these without a taco guy? Well, this was um, this last story that you told me, and I appreciate you telling a story like that because that one, it felt like it was close to your heart. It felt like this was one of those moments in your life that you're never going to forget. And the fact that you told the story on the air, um, this was uh, this was a deep one. Um, The taco guy that said that he'll be there all night. Forty five minutes later, he was gone. You thought you were pacing yourself. You had two tacos to begin with. You come back and he's gone. Well, he's a liar is what he is. <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't really harbor a lot of animosity for anybody in this world except for that guy. That guy did me dirty. I he's probably like, listening right now and kind of saying, well, it is what it is. Travis. Good. I what? hope he feels bad about it. I hope that he I know what he he's probably saying. You know, he's probably saying, you know, if you would have just hung around the entire time, you would have saw 
that I'm starting to close up shop. You you could have came in and got two but, more tacos before Lee, I left. No, but okay, no, 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 no don't no, know no. me. No, here's here's what you do. Uh, hey, it, it, how many tacos? You know, how long are you gonna be here? The answer at this point this is dude critical. Said all night, it's critical because he could say, I don't know, maybe about another hour or so, and I would have said, Oh, okay, so. Why don't you hit me with four instead of two, and then I'll maybe hit you one more time before you sneak out the back door. You can't tell me you're going to be there all night because I was planning on going big when he came. When I came, I'm with back the taco guy on this one. I think you weren't. You know, there's certain people who are passionate about the taco game, and you obviously very casual. You think everybody just works around <laughs> your schedule. <laughs> I don't think that's the freaking I, that's the ego on this guy. My relationship with food has ever been described as casual. Um, here's what's casual. Yeah, my interest in the NCAA basketball tournament. Mm-hmm. You know, you know that thing starts in like a week, right? Well, I, I'm glad we had a second to go through this because right now I think <laughs> Luca Garza from Iowa, you know, senior four, 24 points a game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trav, I don't know anything about these guys. Nothing about no, these guys it, what, what happened to college basketball I, I used to get so excited for March Madness and now you know you and I chatted about it this morning we wanted to bring up March Madness I had to go I'm like okay wait well, when does this start when is selection yeah. Sunday selection Sunday is this weekend what, what happened to college I'm, I'm gonna date myself here a little bit but when I was most into it was in my mid to late 20s mm-hmm. when you knew all the players you knew the four or five guys at Duke. You knew the four or five guys at Kentucky and at Kansas and at UCLA and yeah. at Indiana and at Michigan State. And all the, you, you knew these guys and you knew the coaches, but you would know these guys and they'd lose in the tournament and they'd come back next year and they'd be a little bit better. And there were some storylines. And the reason we hated we all hated Duke, it wasn't because just they were good every year. It's because we got a really good dose of getting to hate Bobby Hurley, mm-hmm. of getting to hate Gene Wojciechowski, of getting to really Leitner. dislike these mm-hmm. guys late because they were winning all the time and we were seeing them and you got to be familiar with them now the second you realize who a guy like john morant is right he's gone he's into the nba and it's he's fantastic but you don't get to know him you don't get to see the development of it all the the product itself slee not great Hmm. i'll be honest i was flipping channels last night and saw uh gonzaga and byu playing for the wcc gonzaga's unbeaten Okay, no one has run the table in college basketball since the 70s. Wow. They're they're unbeaten. I don't know a single one of their players. Mm-hmm. I don't know if any of their guys are good enough to go to the NBA. And I watched a little bit of that last night and I'm like, this doesn't look very good. This is the best team in college basketball. This is this this is a team that hasn't lost a game all season. So it's just not there. I'm I'm not I'm not sure what happened with me, but you know, I, I went to San Diego State. So, State has had some pretty good teams over the past 15 years or so. Sure. Okay? And and I was at, actually, they had two games in Anaheim, two separate tournaments, right? Um, they lost to Connecticut in one of them. I think Arizona in the other one. Connecticut was the Kemba Walker and uh, Kawhi. It was yeah. a fantastic matchup. It was, at, uh, it was in Anaheim, so you could just imagine how many San Diego State fans uh, came out there. It was an incredible environment. I don't know what's happened, but... I think part of this as well is you were just talking about NHL and them signing a seven-year deal with ESPN. The networks, too, in the tournament, it's on True TV. It's on – you know how they're, they're split up uh, – TBS. Yeah, it's spread over like four, four different – TBS, TNT, True, and uh, CBS. I think it's a combination that – I don't know the players, right, number one. Um, they're all over these different networks – and I think there's also something about the regular season means nothing, no. nothing. I mean, I no. listen, I, I'm not – basketball is my favorite sport, but I will take college football over college basketball any day of the week. And I think maybe some of that also has to do with the fact that every game is incredibly important – uh, and that you can't just run the table in your conference tournament and then you get it, you punch a ticket into the dance. And you know the guys that are coming back. You know what I mean? Like when, when all of a sudden a guy like Sam Darnold shows up at USC and it's like, oh, wow, we got something here. And he's coming back next year. Sure. Okay, how good are we going to be? Mm-hmm. And Keaton Slovis shows up. and Oh, okay, he looks pretty good. He's coming back next year. And you get to know these guys. Trevor Lawrence at Clemson, even though he wasn't there for four years, you get to know these guys a little bit. Tua at Alabama. Yeah. These guys, you just you know them, and there's a little bit of a story, and you don't have to like them. And this is going to sound ridiculous, but I believe it to be true. You have to hate something in sports. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. No, it helps. It helps you, with you, the storyline really a lot. Need to hate something in sports to make it fun, and I'm not talking like hate in the real way. I'm talking about you just you dislike don't the Miami Heat because LeBron, Chris Bosh, and Dwayne Wade. But you know what we were all doing? We were watching every single game they were on TV. I don't want to watch. I hate James Harden in the sports way because I don't think eating your way out of Houston is the right way to go about doing that. I don't think that deciding that that's the way to go about it is the right way to go about it. So I like watching them lose. I want to, and guess what? They don't lose very often, mm-hmm. which makes it more fun. Which made the, the rooting against Duke all those years made it fun, not because you. Know, they didn't lose. Mm-hmm. So when they did lose, it felt good. It, 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 there's only one team you can really like, right? You have you have your school and maybe a school locally that you root for. You got to have something else invested, and otherwise, it's a scrimmage. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. There's no emotion attached to any of this stuff. Well, listen. I think with all that even being said, it's a surprise. It's a shock that uh, Selection Sunday is this weekend. That the tournament's going to start next week. But I think as you know, the coverage starts and we start, you know, paying a little bit more attention, and you get into the round of 32 and 16 and everything else. I'll start watching some of these games, but it is tough. I mean, during the regular season, regular season college basketball, I, I, literally, I have not spent any time. And my the school that I went to, uh, which I'm, you know, very proud of San Diego State having a good basketball team. They're ranked top 20. I, I don't, I don't know much even about that team. Don't sleep on your Aztec baseball team either, Slee. They're pretty good this year. Are they year. balling right now? Yeah, they're, they just crept into the top 25 okay. right now. Okay. Very quickly, I'm gonna, we'll, we'll play a game. I haven't prepped for this. I know mm-hmm. you haven't prepped for this. We're going to take turns very quickly here. So, We're going to take turns naming – I'm not even going to try to do it with players because we'd stop at zero, right? Name a college basketball coach. We'll go back and forth until we run out of it. Or, if you'd like, you can name a current player. You Would you like to go first? Sure. <laughs> go ahead. Uh, we'll go with, uh, we'll go with, <laughs> trying to <See>? think here. <laughs> well, Patino's out of it, right? Uh, yeah. yeah he, he's been out he, for yeah, about he, 14 years. He, he was, he was doing some stuff at Louisville that he probably really shouldn't do, but he's a pretty good coach. He'll be back. He might, you know what? He is in it. He's back at Iona. So you're right. He is in. All right. He is? Yes. Okay. Nick Cronin at UCLA. Your turn again. All right. Krzyzewski. Uh, okay. Um, Roy Williams. Tom Izzo still doing work? I think so. Okay. Um, oh, oh, the Fab Five guy that played for a million years in the NBA in Miami. What's Juwan his name? Juwan Howard. Juwan Howard's at Michigan. Yeah, yep. him. I pick him. Um, Cal Pari. Is he oh, still in it? Yeah, that's it. Oh, oh, the guy uh, with the piece in uh, uh, Bill Self. Gonzaga's coach, Mark. Few. Uh, Mark. <laughs> I think. I think. I think we. I think we named them all. Let me I tell you something. Let me tell you something. That's and that's pushing it. I mean, yeah. that's. But you know, the, look, these are all legendary coaches. I mean, it's not. Um, I'm. I'm trying to think here. Jay Wright. You can. You know. You could throw into the list as I'm well. Not but, I, I will give you. You can't look at your computer. I'm not kidding. I will give you twenty dollars if you can tell me the name of the USC basketball coach in the next five seconds. Well, I remember he coached that. Uh, <laughs> What's his name? Andy Enright. That's right, Andy Enright. Yeah. <laughs> what was yeah. he at? What was he at? Florida, Florida Gulf Coast. That's what it was, Florida Gulf Coast. Yeah, they Coast. had Lob City or Lob, Lob, something Lob. They would Lob a oh, lot. Oh, man. They would Lob a lot, and now they Lob a lot at us. And SC, oh, by the way, in our own backyard. They rank top 25. They have a kid that's going to be a lottery pick. He might be the first pick overall. I think, neither... I, think I saw he's like 20. They're 23 or something, yeah, 22, something along those lines. Last name Mobley, I think is what it is. All right, so there, there's your college basketball state. Can you the... imagine this in Kentucky or Indiana or something? You know what? That's all they got. Probably not in Kentucky or Indiana, but I think in most places it's probably true. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just not it's not what it was. It is absolutely not what it was. And I, you said you're going to watch the Final Four. Let me know who wins because I will probably have. Uh, I'll text you. I'm going to be on the. I'm going to be driving the streets of South Orange County looking for that taco guy that stood me up. I'm trying to make that right. See if I can uh, even the ledger right there. All right, we got a new idea, Slee. We're going to do the dump. Coming up next, that's next on Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. 
Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hydrate, Chris. <laughs> you got to make sure that that third show is, is as good as the first two. So you got to make sure that you get your fluids in, You know, right? we're just going to come out. You know, we're focused. Um, we're just here to execute the game plan. <laughs> Uh, by the way, Morales going 8.45, doing his thing, and then turning it around in the morning. A lot of props to uh, to Morales on that. Yeah, I, see, I, I, Chris works harder than anybody else, so I don't like to give him too much credit or I have to hear you know about actually, it. Actually, I'm so. taking away. Forget the credit. That's yeah, it. He, he, he does all right. He does all right. All right, before we get to uh, the dump, Slee, I want to uh, take a quick phone call here. you want to explain real quick what the dump is? Or? No, I want them to figure it out for themselves. I just kind of like the name, and I like saying it a lot, and we'll let them figure it out as we get to it. Until then, it's time to go to La Habra. Like 14-year-olds, okay? And, and Steve. Steve, you're on <laughs> Travis and Sliwa. What's up? Hey, you guys, before I get to Doc Rivers, you know, the nickname Sweet Tea, you know, there's nothing sweet about you. Your name actually should be probably Salty because uh, <laughs> sometimes you're bitter. Yeah. But anyways, I, I like about to keep Doc, it savory. Go ahead. Sorry. I know you like it, but about Doc Rivers, look, um, to me, that was 100% his fault last year when the Clippers uh, lost that lead. You know, it kind of reminds me like when um, the Houston Oilers had a 35 uh, three lead on the Buffalo Bills and a backup quarterback. That wasn't the player's fault. That was the coach's fault. Same thing with Atlanta losing to the Patriots. They had that big lead. That's not the first time Doc Rivers has lost He's a 3-1 three three lead. Times. I think. Yeah, third three. time, yeah. There's only been four done in the history of the NBA. Three are by Doc Rivers. <laughs> and, also you can go to that, and also you go to that Celtics were up 3-2 to two against the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Game seven, Kobe goes, what, like four for 28? And, and Doc Rivers couldn't win that game. I think he's uh, he's regular season Doc, definitely not playoff Doc. I appreciate uh, appreciate the call, Steve. Yeah, it, it's it's a fair criticism, Doc. I, I I'll be honest, my my judgment of Doc is a little clouded because I like Doc. I I, I like how he speaks his mind. Mm-hmm. I, I love how he was able to navigate, which was almost an impossible situation when the whole Donald Sterling thing came down and he, he could not have handled that any better and kept his team together any better. But yeah, everything that Steve talks about blowing those three, one leads, that's, that's as much on the coach as it is. The guys caving in the side of the back. He's uh look, doc is he's real. You can tell that the players have an incredible amount of respect for him, but he's choked away some incredible moments and you know more with the Clippers and I would say with Boston because he got a championship with the uh, with the Celtics um, and, and we'll see look Ty Lue's there he's won a championship Chauncey Billups is there that's supposed to be a big piece of it can the Clippers finally get to a conference champ by the way it might be Lakers and Clippers it could be them in the second round so they could potentially face each other it just might not be can you imagine you go another playoff run and, and both these teams don't what if it's Jazz Clippers in the second round and Jazz beat the Clippers, and then what do you do with that team? Yeah, it's it's a great question. It's a great, what do you do if you're Kawhi? Because Kawhi could bounce. Yeah, what do you do if he you're could, Kawhi? Do you say, okay, I tried this for two years, and the only thing more foolish than trying to figure out LeBron James's end game and when he's going to play is trying to figure out what's going on in Kawhi's head. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. I just and that's I, I who knows what he thinks or what's important to him because he doesn't really give us any insight to it. Ooh, this is exciting. You ready, Slee? What do you got? This is this is the first time this has happened during this show that, that this will happen periodically. My mother is a listener. Okay. And she and, and she likes to correct me when I get things wrong on the okay. air. And she she just texted me to to correct an error that I've made. It's not Andy Enright. It's Andy Enfield, the coach at USC. So sorry, mom. A- Andy Enfield is the coach. Bro, that's at, awesome. Uh, USC. That's yeah. awesome. So oh, by the way, if you get something wrong, she's going to text me that you got it wrong to make sure that you clean it up too. So be ready for that. I almost want to like tuck my shirt in and I want to <laughs> straighten up my back and completely change my my view on this show now. Not right, a so lot. Of- ex- can you explain? Can you explain the dump? Oh, <laughs> you're uncomfortable with that just kind of hanging out there, aren't you? I, I feel like it needs an explanation. <laughs> well, I mean. It, it- it's the dump of the show, right? It's where we dump all the things that we didn't get to okay. into the final segment to kind of make sure that we get to everything that we want to because, you know, we only got two hours here. We'd yeah. like to get to as many things as we can, and sometimes some things get passed by. For instance, today, on this day, March 10th, 1876, the very that. first telephone <laughs> the 
the very first telephone call oh, ever by Alexander Graham Bell was made. The first phone call ever. Mr. Watson, come here. I want you. That was what he said to Mr. Watson. I, if I were old um, A.G. Bell, I would have come up with something better to say than, hey, Watson, I want you. the first telephone call. Uh-huh. How crazy is that? By the way, do you ever see, you ever see one they used to have when they were just building the computers, right? And they have like the hard drives and you see how lar- how big they were and they were all in these rooms. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I exactly do. And now they're each one of those are in our phones. Like Each <laughs> one of those are just literally in our phones. There's more uh, computer capability in your phone than there was when we flew guys to the moon several times. Do you know how stupid <laughs> we're going to look just 20 years from now, Trav? 20 yeah. years from now. Whatever we have right now, oh, we're like, oh, my well, God, look how amazing it is. 20 years for- from now. First of all, we I, I'm not giving this, our species 20 more years, but generally speaking, go ahead. We don't have 20 more years? Uh, I, don't, I don't have don't a good feeling me, on man. 20 more months. I have no idea what's going on. Don't scare me on that. All right, what else uh, What else we got here? Here's on... another one. Pete Rose made his spring training debut in mm. 1963. Very quickly, the first thing you think about when you think about Pete Rose is? Cheating. Yeah, good answer. Yeah. Good answer. Uh, the hits would have been another answer, mm-hmm. and my personal answer would have been, the haircut by which all other bad haircuts are judged. <laughs> that that I have a, a system sleep. I don't think I've told you this before. Okay. Um, I, I, I'm really fascinated by other people's haircuts, mm-hmm. and not yours or mine, because neither one of us are really blessed with such an option. I have a perm uh, for those who are on radio <laughs> and don't get a chance to see me. I, a lot of work done on my hair. So I grade all haircuts on a scale of 0 to 10, okay. 0 being a Pete Rose, and ten being a Pete Carroll, it's called the Pete. It's called the Rose Carroll scale. Oh, jeez! And so there, there, there's four categories: it's volume, sheen, purposefulness, and style. Those are the four categories. So, and I, I will grade anybody's haircut that wants to send me a picture. So, Pete Rose debuted in 1963. Uh, happy birthday to John Hamm, of mm-hmm. course, perhaps best known for his role as uh, as Don Draper on Mad Men. Were you a Mad Men guy? I think I watched one season of it. I never went past one season. So that's like Ozark was me. Yeah. Did you like it? I thought it was okay. I thought it was all right. I guess I just didn't uh I guarantee if I went back to it now, I'd probably watch it more. Like now I'm okay with the long series. I'm I'm I guess more into the fact that okay, it's gonna be it's gonna take two months to get through this thing, but that's okay. So I think I'd do better off with it now than I did a couple years ago. So it's kind of one of the crown jewels of boutique TV, right? Like mm-hmm. the really good, well-made, well-written, incredibly acted series. You know, it started with The Sopranos, arguably. You can go back a little bit for like The Shield and things like that. But of all those shows, The Crown and Bride, Handmaiden Tale and all of these great shows. Breaking Bad is another oh, great Breaking show. Oh, Breaking Bad the, was amazing. The, just a great show. But mm-hmm. John Hamm as Don Draper in Mad Men is at the top of that list. Yeah, he's I, I could any episode in any season you turn it on and I'm instantly sucked in by it. I think I got to go back to that. I, I think that I got to finish uh, a couple things. You kind of got me excited about that Formula One. That sounds really interesting. I it's think great. that I can. I think that could be one that could jump into. I didn't know it was seasons. I thought it'd be like a one-hour documentary or something along those lines. So I, no, I didn't it's, know it's, it's actually. It's three seasons. I think there's ten mm-hmm. episodes a season, and they're like twenty-five minutes an episode. You can you can you can it's you can go through it tomorrow afternoon as you're getting ready for our show. Okay, so National Day uh, Mario, the video game. Today's National Day for that. Yeah, yeah. I play, I mean a little bit when I was in middle school when Mario came out. It's not really my jam. I, I like if you want to talk asteroids or space invaders, okay, wait, wait, I'm your real, guy. Real quick, Mario Mario was amazing. Mario yeah, Brothers I mean, and Mario Kart that was amazing. Mario Kart was more fun than Mario. Like I liked Mario because I liked shooting the Mario turtles. Kart was fantastic. Mario Kart yeah. was fantastic, and that was right in my college years. So there was a lot of like, you know, two a.m. Yeah, now it's Mario Kart time. Whatever just happened, all that that. You could go out, you could drink, you do whatever you want. 2 a.m. was basically stationed for Mario Kart. <laughs> so that was uh, PGA Tour golf for me. I got pretty good at that. Mm. Uh, you know, somewhere between 2 and 4 a.m. on any Friday or Saturday <laughs> night. Just give it a uh, – how about this one? Here's another one. A man by the name of Lou Autumns mm-hmm. was the inventor of the cassette tape. Mm. He died at 94 years old today. Today? Today. The cassette Did you, player. Did you uh, pop an old cassette in your uh, tape deck in, in memory? your car and, and drive around slowly and out of respect today? Isn't it kind of funny? Isn't it kind of funny? You look at cars now, 
some of them still all have cassette players. There's still a lot of cars. There's still a lot of cars out on the road that have cassette players. And every time I look at them, I'm like, why? What do you? Who's throwing one of these in? That so I, I guarantee you, my kids have no idea what a cassette is. Mm-hmm. They they barely know what a CD is. They think it's a DVD that is broken and only the audio comes out. They they have they have no idea what it is. I mean, I, a record uh, they, they, because like a record, if you watch a movie or a TV show mm-hmm. that is kind of set in a time. A record is going to show up. Like they, they see a record. Oh yeah, that plays music. They have no idea what a cassette is. I'm uh I'm going next time I go to a get together or a party. I'm bringing a cassette player, and I'm going to bring a cassette with me. And I am going to find. I'm trying to think. Can you even go buy any of this stuff? I'm sure you can. What about a single? Remember that? You're like, oh no, I don't need the whole thing. Just give me the one song. It'd go around and around and around. That seemed like a bad... Even at the time, I'm like, yeah, this doesn't seem like a great investment. Yeah, it song- doesn't seem like a good idea, period. <laughs> All right, so it's a national pack-your-day lunch, or pack-your-lunch day, I should say. Are you, a, are you a brown bag guy, Slee, or would you slip out the back and go eat somewhere? Um, I remember in school, right, when I was in, like, middle school, and I remember, you know, I'm, I'm Middle Eastern, obviously, so my mom would pack me, like, Middle Eastern food. I'm like, Mom... Can you just can you throw just a PB and J in there with some? <laughs> what what, what would mom put in that bag? Like, what are we talking? Everything. Give me an idea. Everything. Like so grape like, leaves and uh, no, pita would, bread. Or there what would are we be like uh, these egg rolls that we would make, which is you know I, I know that sounds oh well it's Asian. No, there's everybody's got <laughs> everybody makes egg right. rolls, but it'd be stuffed meat in there with parsley and and they're delicious. They're good. They okay? sound good, but. When you're in sixth grade, that's not what you're trying to pull out of the. You, you know, want a lunchable, you, all right? When, yeah. when, when everybody's when everybody's sitting in class saying, "Does it smell like a kebab in here?" Like, mom, can we just can we do what the some of the other people are doing? That was my that was my experience with uh, with packing lunch. Like from that point on, I'm like, I'll just buy something at school. Just buy something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they probably didn't have the uh, Middle Eastern egg rolls on the school menu. You'd get the square piece of pizza, the little fruit punch with the tin, the little foil that you peel off the top. That's uh, that's yeah. Does that cafeteria have any shawarma in here? Any sh- <laughs> anybody cut up some shawarma back there? <laughs> My mom said you guys might have it. She, she, she let me know. Yeah, let me know. We're uh, we're waiting for the hummus. You guys, hummus, this problem. This probably won't come as a big surprise to you, but I would frequently get in trouble in school for eating my lunch in the back of the class when it wasn't lunch. <laughs> Travis, Travis, you Travis, get away, no, bro. No, 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 put it, put it away. Yeah, but I, I, I it, you, it's, it's, it's first 8:30. period. It's, it's first period. Okay? Did your mom and dad not give you breakfast? No, they did. I, I had a nice <laughs> breakfast. I had some eggs and some toast. It was, it was great. So why? I don't know. I got a bag full of food here. What am I not supposed to eat it? What am I supposed to do? I, this I'm is the not part good of, with that. I'm not good the, with that, by the way, too. Like, the fridge is all – What? the food can't – I cannot have pizza that just sits in here all night, and I, I don't go in there, and, and I'm, I'm thinking about it the entire time that it's sitting in there. I'm assuming that this is what it must be like for somebody that has, like, an alcohol addiction or something like that. Like, I can't go to a bar because I'm surrounded by it, and this is a bad idea, and I, I, get, yeah. you know, I don't feel right. And so I choose not to put myself in those mm-hmm. situations. That's me with a – bag of lunch nearby it's like i guess i know that that bag right there that bag that's sitting right there that's filled with sandwiches and chips and cookies and I, what am i not supposed to eat that right now you go to a restaurant you bring home leftovers right and it, you just put it in the refrigerator in my mind i've already thought okay probably an hour is going to go by that's going to be sitting on the couch with me i'm gonna be eating those leftovers they're supposed to be for tomorrow that's i'm just... gonna have to have you some other day explain to me the concept of leftovers like i see people leaving restaurants with bags of food i've never quite understood what what that's all about all right that's gonna that's gonna do it for me and Slee. we got another one tomorrow Slee. it is Let's three it. in a Let's row drink your water get ready we'll see y'all tomorrow night seven o'clock travis and Slee, 710 espn